I'm at 5G World. I'm here with Stefano Cantarelli of Mariner. Stefano, nice of you to join me today. Uh, it's Thank good to be at a physical event again as well. Yes, after it's such cool. a long time. Is your first one, I'm assuming, for a uh, while? Not first, first one, but, you know, I'm on the first, yeah, yes, okay. definitely. Um, I mean, Mariner obviously very heavily involved in Open RAM, which is a really exciting technology. There's a lot of interest in it at the moment. Uh, I, I mean, I guess just to, just to be controversial and to sort of come straight in, there's been a bit of criticism recently by one of the big vendors, uh, Huawei, about the cost side of Open RAN and you know how it's um, you know it might help you to, to lower capex, I think. But I think they were saying that in terms of operating costs and the burden there, it, it could be more expensive. And just be interested to get you know your response to that as a company heavily involved in this. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it's a, it's a very important component. I, I understand where it's coming from, and I know very well the persons that you just <laughs> mentioned. Uh, as, uh, as a matter of fact, um, you always have to look at a perspective when you talk about TCO. Um, first important things that I believe you should start to look at is the fact that open run doesn't mean necessarily a replacement of single run as it is intended today. Yep. Um, so open run has a different architecture and what is interesting open run, the fact that the architecture is so flexible that actually allow a type of deployment that before wasn't possible which was concentrating some processing power at a different place than the cell site. Uh -huh. So when you start to bring this into consideration, so you put your CUs in a data center or in urban areas, you start to concentrate the DU processing into a uh, like a pop or something like that, then you can see immediately how that power that in a traditional legacy uh, run is distributed at each cell site, you start to concentrate and use more efficiently. So it may be that in some cases or in some specific scenarios, you have more processing in some specific area. But if you look at, at a new way of deploying run, not just necessarily deploying a lot of equipment in the same cell sites where you have today all the possible technology, all the possible frequencies. On the other side, if we look as well, I start to deploy a 5G network, which require a much more distribution, and if we want to have those characteristics like low latency, where it require a densification of the base stations, well, that's completely different stories. I like also to say a last thing on this, uh, um, very important from my point of view, is that the architecture is different. That doesn't mean that has to be compared in the same way. So, for example, I always uh, uh, try to remind people that in the traditional legacy run, you have a very fast computing. But, for example, you have no memory whatsoever. So you do a lot of measurement of the RF levels, interference, and so on, and then immediately after you throw away that data and then you start computing again. So there's a very fast cycle in measuring, 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 and taking a decision. With the x86 architecture, um, whether you like it or not, but what happens is that all of a sudden you have a lot of storage available. Yeah. Now, you don't have to use it, but in the future, what I predict is that application like the DU or the CU, application in the RAN, will actually start to use that data and take advantage of something that the today legacy RAN cannot do. So in some nine years from now, let's say five, just for the sake of, uh, you know, of, uh, of being, uh, of being uh, just to set a, a standard, right? In five years from now, I expect that open run application will be doing things that legacy application cannot do anymore because they don't have the architecture available. And they're interesting points. And I know the, the point about re-architecting the network is something that one European operator I've just been talking to is quite interested in doing. 
Um, I mean, I think another another interesting uh, issue with Open RAN is, you know, op operators obviously want the diversity that they hope Open RAN will bring. At the same time, we need we obviously need economies of scale in the market, and you know, you, you could say that the two of them are kind of hard to reconcile in a way. I mean, is is there? How do, you, how do you see that playing out, I guess? And what's Mavenir doing, I suppose, to try and overcome that challenge itself? Can it sort of involve itself in that process? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's a bit of a push-pull, right? I think that everything needs to be, you know, um, a, step, a step at a time, right? So today, for certain good reasons, we find ourselves in a situation where the amount of supplier in the, in the, in the mobile space has reduced, and some of them, unfortunately, for other good reasons, you know, are not considered. So the first thing is that we need, to, we need to have a diversity, right? So we need to start from somewhere. And I think Open Run has demonstrated, and I think there are proof points, because is this deployed now? Uh, you know, people mention uh, Rakuten, someone says it's Open Run, it's VRAN. It doesn't matter much. Yeah. It's in that direction, right? Dish now we, we is... You get too fussy about Yeah, yeah you, yeah, you can always stay there and measure exactly. But the concept is that that type of architecture, which yeah. I, I really emphasize always a lot, the virtualization aspects, because uh, open is something that, in my opinion, should be given. Uh, but anyhow, um, so uh, coming back to your point, um, you always need to find the balance. So it's good enough that now we have an alternative. I know there's some people saying it's very Intel-driven, uh, but I'm sure, and you know that we as a Mavenir's got investment from Intel, we got investment from um, NVIDIA, so, you know, um, <clears throat> everybody's interested in this space. So I am sure that through the years, um, uh, there will be uh, solutions which uh, achieve the same capabilities and will diversify. For us, uh, we think that today it's already good that uh, we have an alternative to what is considered a traditional legacy vendor, and that is creating an ecosystem where the one that we really need in big, big volume is the radio unit, right? Uh, because there are different variations and so on. But if you think that a lot of analysts today are already saying that out of Japan, most of all the you comes up as a 7.2 split interface, whether they are on an open run or on a traditional whatever in Japan, um, it doesn't matter. It just shows that the ecosystem is boosting, is increasing, and as such, that's only good news for the operator. We, I know that some operators said, oh yes, but I go from one monopoly to another monopoly. Well, let's have another one for the moment. <laughs> let's make one thing at a time. You can't just have everything diversify from day one. We need a, is a path. And as I said, uh, you know, in one of my, in one of my interventions, this is like, you need to be bold to be open, right? You need to start actions in order to do changes. And you mentioned uh, an interesting project there, Rakuten, obviously. One of the other ones that everybody's looking at at the moment is Dish in the US, in the fourth mobile network there. I mean, you're involved in that. Maybe you could just tell us a little bit more about what Mavenir is doing and how that's kind of working out. Yeah, yeah, uh, we're, we're pleasure also because, of course, Dish uh, represents um, for us definitely, a, you know, a mass deployment. So it, it's an important, it's a 5G, so it's, it's an important project. Um, well, you know, the, the project, of course, as you can imagine, for a new operator, Greenfield, coming to uh, to build their network has not been, and it is not an easy project. But it's nothing really to do with uh, with Open Run by itself or whatever. It's more to do with the idea of building a completely new network that wasn't existing. 
uh, I mean, I don't know, through these years, I have been in new networks and so on, and you know that there are so many things that you have to think about it. I think DISH has introduced uh, a, 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 even a, a fresher approach with this, uh, um, you know, with this approach with public cloud, with AWS, which has been uh, publicly said, where they are running all their core, and even uh, in the open run, they're running their CU onto, onto AWS. So that, of course, has created, uh, um, let, let's call it the challenges, you know, new things that they had to look at. Uh, fortunately, now everything is up and running, and, uh, and, uh, and DISH, of course, now is looking at all the details in order to get to a point that they can uh, officially launch their services this year. Um, so, Maveni, from our side, we are very, very happy, of course, to contribute such a pioneeristic uh, project, which we personally believe is going to be the kind of uh, um, uh, the, the, the network of the future. You know, we, we, we like to uh, call ourselves the, the people who build the future of the networks, you know? And, uh, and I think this is exactly, you know, what uh, DISH is doing. And I'm sure that they are just in a position with their, um, you know, greenfield uh, operations that they will be, a, a, let me say, easier for them to do it, uh, with all the difficulties, though. Uh, but I'm sure the brownfield operation also will see that there are advantages in that direction. And by the way, you know, everywhere in the world, whether it's Europe, whether it's Asia and so on, everybody's trialing, doing uh, or on town or on whatever. So there must be a reason clearly behind that. It's not just a fantasy of someone who woke up one morning. So definitely, you know, this will be an interesting project, is an interesting project for us, and, and we are sure there will be a model in the future for many other operators. Well, it's going to be a fascinating one to watch because, as you say, it's so uh, ambitious in so many ways and pushing the envelope in so many ways. So I'm sure it'll give us something to talk about again in a, in a year or two. And absolutely, absolutely. So, thanks very much for joining me, Stefano. Thank I hope, you. I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks.